Pod Boys Productions. Republic, uh, what's that? Reproductive in name only. Yeah, reproductive in name only. Well, I, I was gonna say, uh, now I'm a friend of rhinos. We're, we're talking. We're at the zoo right now. Are the giraffes the friends of the rhinos? I don't know. I don't know what this reproductive uh, only business is, though. Well, I mean, we are living in the state of Gilead now, so uh, there's a lot of reproductive conversation. That's what this episode is going to be about. It's going to be things <laughs> that we are totally unqualified to talk about, us being males, and also not having any government capacity. You know, like we don't have any influence on the government yet that I know of. Uh, so this isn't going to be a uh, Brooklyn bite about mifepristone. My favorite medicine that's I'm being sold? Yes. <laughs> I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that. No, I think you hit it right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like one of my top five medicines that I didn't know was important to every, everyone's daily lives that I'm into now. And I found out that it's... Let's get a new sponsor for the show. So. Well, no, I mean, this is a dangerous po- day, a dangerous time in our lives, but it's also a dangerous podcast because it's dangerously... Uh, casually late right now, I would say. We, we are watching... Dangerously close to, it's dangerously close to being late for the start of the playoffs. And in fact, it is <laughs> certainly by the time you're hearing this, at least a minimum of two days late. But Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, that's if it's generous that it's that late. You know, it may be being mailed out, depending you on... Might know who, you might know who the, the champion is right now. <laughs> <laughs> you could be watching Game 5 of the NBA Finals, right? When, in fact, we just, us in present day, have just experienced NBA play-in as of yesterday, wrapped up uh, last night. What are your thoughts? How, how did it, how was your NBA play-in three-day journey, or four-day journey? It was an off-day, right? Well, off-day. I'll say, also, as of just to really pinpoint where we are right now recording this, the, the Celtics-Hawks uh, game one is going on right now. The Celtics are curb stomping the, the Hawks in the uh, toward the end of the third quarter here. However, uh, I was going to say about the play-in, it seems like in the early stages of the play-in tournament, you know, the early years of this being a thing, the right. Hawks seem like the, the, the best play-in team, right? They won two games last year to get in, you know, from being in the 9 or 10 seed, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And then, I think the 9. And then... This year, they just won the first game. They were the higher seed, so they got right to the eight seed, I think, now. Uh, going into the play, and now they're the seventh seed in the playoffs. So, Hawks, good playing team. They don't look to be having much luck against the Celtics. Uh, could be a sweep, gentlemen, sweep situation coming up. But in terms of what was the other than uh, Easter play and the Heat, that's right. So, the Heat. You know, they can't get their fans to show up before, like, five minutes into the third quarter down there in South Beach. They did not, uh, obviously, uh, yeah, they got, they lost to the Hawks in the first game, and then they were able to, I really thought in the Bulls, so the Bulls-Hawks, I mean, rather the Bulls-Heat was yesterday, 
yeah. the final Eastern Conference play. That was a good game, too. Yeah. It was a pretty good game. I, I really thought the Bulls would take it with the way the game was going, and then at the end, they just kind of, uh, their offense stagnated. Jimmy Buckets had a couple of nice uh, turns down the court, but and, but, and Max Strews couldn't, couldn't miss from three, and that was about it. But, yeah, I don't, the Bulls team is now everyone's talking about blow-it-up mode. I think that's about where I'd be at as well with them. Well, how do you blow it up when it's never really, like, built completely, right? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, just start over from the from ladder. Start over from the ladder, which I guess they'll be in with a really uh, I mean, great but I'm surprised that people aren't asking for Pat Bev's head, considering how ex- much experience he has in the play-in games. You know, like, they got him for that reason, you for know, that. to win that play-in game, to make it to the playoffs and stand on the scoreboard and cheer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get back-to-back uh, years of doing that, of the mm-hmm. championship celebration, winning the play-in. Mm-hmm. And he'll be uh, finally missing the playoffs, which doesn't happen often. But but yeah, transitioning from that one, from last year, he was obviously on the, uh, the Wolves doing that. The Wolves had the heat situation where they lost their first game. Mm-hmm. Allowing the Lakers to get in there on the seventh seed, then they took care of business. Uh, easily defeated the Thunder yesterday, who had previously beat the Pels, and that was a pretty good game. I was hoping the Thunder Wolves game would be good too, which it really wasn't. Yeah. But I guess Gobert, the the main difference, he was suspended for the first playing game played yesterday. Did a fancy little behind the back, uh, mm-hmm. a little sauce. Hit him with a little of that French uh, Berlinese sauce. Bordelais. Mm-hmm. I don't know. French Born, onion. That's it. Uh, yeah, a little of that French onion soup he was cooking with. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just always expect Minnesota to <laughs> sports to choke, but they at least get they at least made it in uh, to the playoffs. Yeah, now they're the, the eight seed. But yeah, I, I mean, in my overall thoughts in the play, and some games are good, some games aren't. I like it more than I did last year when my team was in it, and you know, it was annoying. It was like, oh, the playoffs were regular. Right. How it used to be. We would have just been in the playoffs now with right. meeting the Cavs last year. But as a neutral observer, it's it's fun. Why not? I mean, more, just more playoff, essentially playoff basketball. Even though it's not technically, I don't know. What do you think? It, it's. I mean. I like the concept of uh, just any kind of tournament in general, which is why I think next year they're doing these cups, right? Mid-season tournaments, or not next year, but whenever their player agreement ends next, the following year. And the WNBA is also doing that, too. And I, I like that. Like, I think that's cool that uh, there is some kind of other award because, you know, Dame, Dollar Dame, uh, you know, Dame Time talks about ring culture, you know, and and the only rings that matter are the ones that you see Kwame, Sasha, uh, Blaze. Jesus, what's the other two? God damn it. What are the other two Planeteers? Nothing? I don't know. I don't. Uh, I would have jumped in if I knew it already to help you out with these uh, rounds. Man. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. We'll add that in post with the names are the, the Cats and Planet. North America, we live with the power of fire from the Soviet Union. Minka with the power of wind from Asia, Yi with the power of water. South America, Mati with the power of heart. Yeah, the midseason tournament, did they announce that's officially going to happen? Uh, yeah, uh, as part of the new uh, 
CBA that they is going to expire very soon. They just already preliminarily agreed to all these all these things, which I thought they were going to go on strike because you know these contracts. I mean, these the player movement and and all that is is so much for uh, fans to deal with, uh, with with asking for trades. I mean, like the net the Nets we're talking about in the beginning of the season. You know, all I think all of our picks, which we, we, whenever we go over them are completely, like, based off very out, <laughs> you know, like, outdated data, right? Like, so a player like Kevin Durant or Kyrie just saying, hey, I'm out, and I did this, I did what I was supposed to do, you know? Like, that's uh, that's the thing he said. And so when you have a team that's in the playing games that are, like, these all-star players that could be in the game, like, for example, and, I, and it's a very long-winded version, but, like, you have the Mavs, Luka, and Kyrie and they're tanking because of whatever reason they want to get their pick. It doesn't, it's not that much fun when these, some of these superstar players aren't in those games, right? Like last year, the Nets were playing your Cavs and there was Kevin Durant and, you know, Kyrie Irving were there and, and, the, playing so, game, and the playing game. And that was exciting. Right. And I think um, it depends on the matchup. I think, I think they, uh, they did a good job with the first, the first night, I think, the first games so it was the Minnesota and LA game, and then the that was the first heat game. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Th- those games were, I think, were definitely the best. And there's like storylines mm-hmm. here and there, blah blah blah. So I think that's cool, but it's not gonna it's not gonna go to an involvement where it's just like, oh man, remember last year they played. If if Pat Bev kept his streak up of winning playing games, then that would be a storyline that you can continue. So like I I see it as like very much like just overtime basketball in a game version really you know what i'm saying yeah that's, that's what it is and uh, and that that lakers uh two former pat bev teams lakers and wolves went to uh overtime in that playing game it was it's pretty good um anthony davis bonehead uh foul led to that but but with the mid-season tournament now is it have they decided said what it's going to mean for the rest of the season or for the postseason like what is the stakes with so that's the thing they have to work on right like they're gonna i've heard or what i've read from athletic or espn or whatever it was that they may influence seed you know like if it's a mid-season tournament it may be like because uh, right, this happened in little league when i was playing but like if we won the first half of the season we'd automatically be one of the top two seats uh during the playoffs right so oh, i'm okay. I remember that there. I think there were 16 games in the league, and we first eight games we were eight and zero, so we automatically clinched uh, a bye, a one and a two seed right there. So that that's going to be like a heavy, like not heavy downs, but it'll be like a more uh, detailed way to guarantee a bye, I think, than it, than it would be for or like home, extra home court or something like that. Kind of like the MLB playoffs does now, right? Like if you're the wild card of the higher seed. You get all home games, right? You don't, you don't have to yeah. go and didn't have to Mets, but whatever, you know. Like this, it's not about me uh, when they make these rule changes uh, of the pitch clock and everything, you know. Like baseball, don't get me started. Don't let me go off. <laughs> this isn't ball banter right now. Now we don't have time for this. We got an NBA class to watch and talk about. But yeah, I guess I don't know if, if that is the case. I don't know if I'll be for it because like. I kind of feel like that's going to lead to even more arresting players and, and stars not playing at the end of seasons, especially if some of those seeds are already halfway through or a little bit over halfway through or already locked up and everything, you know? Well, we saw the first domino, like the Mavs. As if the whole point of the plane is to not tank, right? And then they 
literally did the thing that they're trying to change yeah because they, they want to keep their pay right 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 so then they, and they get fined uh what three quarter million or something like that i don't know that means the nba or certain teams don't respect it you know all yeah. that much right if if miami i think honestly and i'm going to put this since we're going to use i think miami lost atlanta on purpose because of what we're seeing right now i think miami thinks they have a better shot against milwaukee than they do to play Boston. And if they had to play Boston, they would also have to play Philly and then Milwaukee. So they have to play three, the top three teams, but they skirted that by just going straight to Milwaukee. Right. And I think they did that on purpose, honestly, because they weren't playing hard. I could, I was looking at that game. It was on Tuesday, Tuesday night. Right. Yeah. They weren't. Yeah. Jimmy wasn't doing much. Like Bam was barely hustling compared to what he hustled to this, this past game against the Bulls. Um, he wasn't doing shit. Like, he was just basically just throwing up jumpers like it was, I don't know, Sunday in Miami. Mm-hmm. But it was... I mean, Ben didn't really play that well in the second game either. I don't know. I, I feel like the, the Heat... He had more offense... rebounds. That's what I'm saying. The effort, okay. the effort was more there. And and I, I feel like their offense has had, obviously, some issues this year. And that's why they're in this position in the first place. But And I don't right. fully understand what the reason. But, like, like Struess hit all his threes in the game yesterday. And that, if he didn't, hadn't had a hot game, they might have easily lost that so i don't even if that you might be right that that is their, that was their strategy because they have the better path now but i think it's risky to do that so i don't know well no but, they almost lost it they were what yeah. chicago was up by yeah no they, a couple chicago points quarter, right? score with with like six minutes left in the game or five minutes yeah. left in the game chicago went on like a three minute run where they did not put the ball in the basket one time yeah and that's where we lost the game. But being said, with this Heat, who are now obviously playing the Bucks, like you just mentioned, eight seed, one seed, that series starts tomorrow. But um, the, you would say, I guess, the Heat, just based on who they have and their past somewhat recent history, are they the most dangerous sleeper team? And the East, you'd have to think yes, right? Are the Heat the most dangerous sleeper team in the East? I mean, it's they have culture and that's important, I, I guess, but. The Bucks won a championship, and they beat them on the way to winning the championship. So I think if it was a team like Philadelphia, the Heat could beat them. I don't know if the Bucks, because they match up so they've matched up at least the last two of the last three playoffs. I want to say, right? I think mm-hmm. the Heat beat them on the way to the bubble finals, and then the, two years ago, the Bucks beat them to went went to the championship after they beat the Nets. Can't remember that. So the, he has been in the conference finals technically last three years, and then last year is Boston and Miami. The year before that was uh, Bucks and Miami. So that's the year the Giannis won, right? But I think the Heat have a chance to make noise, but not unless some something freak happens, right? Um, some freak injury or suspension. I don't think the Heat can. Uh, the Heat can win two games, and that's I think all I'm giving them. Really? You're calling it Bucks and Six? Yeah. I think I do agree with that, yeah. Yeah, one game the Heat fans will actually show up out of like four or five, six of them, and then the other one they'll win on the road, but that's it. I mean, I think you, you, to even get Six, they might have to steal an early one, like game two or something like that. Oh, in, in, uh, in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, but yeah. yeah, or it might be a gentleman's sweep. Yeah, I guess I, I, I with the Heat... Yeah, I'm not high on them this year because I think their offense hasn't been great and, and has been inconsistent. But just not even looking at who they're matching up with, just just in general of the of like the three through eight teams, mm-hmm. it, I, I think they're like 
because of the past and because of who. I mean, Butler could just go off and like take over a series. It's theoretically possible. I don't see that as likely at this point, but I well, think I mean, they are. That Milton was out last year, right? So mm-hmm. if something like that happens, then the the Heat have a better yeah. chance. The Celtics depth is so big, like one through twelve. They have parts that can play at any. The Bucks, you mean? No, the Celtics. So that's why oh, I can so. see why Miami didn't want to deal with that. Oh, I see. I, we haven't picked our teams in the finals, but like people understand how deep Boston is. That's why Malcolm Brogdon is a six man of the year nominee, I think. Right. Former Buck, of course. He's slid over there. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about that this series. And so Celtics right now, like I said, it's in the fourth quarter as we at live. It's a twenty point game going into the fourth. They were down by third they were down by thirty two, I think, at one point. So um, I'm expecting the Celtics to hold on here. <laughs> I'm expecting a gentleman sweep. I think the Celtics will drop one in, in Atlanta and just we'll see if they if they do get the whole full sweep and even if Atlanta throws a good punch at them in one of their home games, Trey is a big game or, or something like that, and and Boston still holds on for a full sweep, then yeah. then they're looking locked in. I'm gonna predict they'll be a little like a days ago if they get two big home wins here, but we'll see. Maybe maybe it's just wishful thinking on my part, but uh, that they they they're not locked in for this finals run potentially. But we'll see. The only thing is, like Atlanta has always had good playoff crowds. Like they really always like the year the Celtics won two thousand eight. That year was Joe Johnson Hawks versus Kevin Garnett Celtics, and there was a headbutt and suspension. No suspension actually. Uh, Kevin Garnett like headbutted uh, I think either Hofford or Josh Smith, and then the ref got in the way and he shoved them. And I protested the NBA Finals from that point because I think it's bullshit that they suspend players like the you know that Knicks Heat series and that Sun Spurs, but then they they don't want to let the darling Celtics get upset in a one eight versus eight. It was a big it was a big series. It went all the way to Game Seven, right? Um, I don't know if you remember that, but that was no, that was a really good series. And that was also the year that I told my boy Josh uh, that like I'm not watching playoffs, and then he. He decides to be a dick and bring me to Game Six of the NBA Finals, and I see the Celtics win the championship. So, like, nothing worse than that can happen to a human being, other than that, and, right? Yeah, nothing worse will happen to you this year in the news playoffs. So that won't happen again to you, I don't think. Right. I but mean, I they used... should re- they should do a repeat down now that Horford's on the Celtics with someone someone on the headbutting. Oh uh, shit, headbutt him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be dope. That'd be dope. Get revenge, yeah. but on the same player. <laughs> that'd be funny. I mean, they have a Grant Williams that could be suspended or, you know, for T or Marcus, you know, Marcus Smart or even Jason Tatum bitches a lot. Like he's Has like, Grant Williams even been playing much in the back half of this? Uh, no, no. Because he's kind of sucked this year. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's on the way. Like, he's not as favorable in uh, Missoula's uh, love as much as his Ime Doka used him, you know. Um, so, and I can ask whoever – Anyone out here in uh, CT just say, hey, what what are your thoughts on Celtics? And they can tell me how Kyle uh, Hauser or whatever his name, Matt, Matt Hauser is like the best three-point shooter in the corner of the league or something like that. He's one, he's basically the equivalent to uh, Sam uh, Hauser. Sam Hauser, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd get it eventually with figuring out what. There's a couple of Hausers. There's another Hauser that's in the Villanova or something like that, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That plays in college or whatever. Yeah. But, well, uh, but the, I'll take a quick second to congratulate your uh, UConn Huskies for yet again winning March Madness. 
Mm. They, they never seem to go more than four or five years without getting back in there, even though they weren't even high-seeded this game. I mean, there's just all this talk about, and thank you, by the way, all this blue blood talk, and then uh, what is a blue blood? There's no blue bloods left. And then Yukon, who's, uh, what, sec now fourth all-time in number of uh, national championships in the men, but all, number one all-time in total programs for basketball? I don't know what what makes a blue blood other than like blue baby syndrome, uh, which is not good, <laughs> or uh, blue man group, or Tobias uh, never nude. Or Tobias trying to get into blue man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they better put some respect on these Huskies' names, mm-hmm. right? They just they they better do it, and uh, I don't care. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take that back. They don't need to do it because I we know everyone knows consensus that the uh, UConn Huskies are elites, and that's the only thing well, we have going for us. Really. Makes yeah. sense for you for a Connecticut anyway, because uh, if you look at the what the real <laughs> definition of blue blood is, like Connecticut probably is the most uh, in the country. Right, 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 right. yeah. <laughs> you mean talking about the like Greenwich, Stanford, Derry, yeah, yeah, exactly. Connecticut, yeah, Connecticut. I know it's not from the streets. That not from, from Hartford Stanford, or Bridgeport or, or Hartford. Haven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's confusing Connecticut with all the Fords and Ports. Anyway, let's move on from that. The most indigenous name state other than Massachusetts. Yes, <laughs> it, it is very complicated here. Are you taking the Celtics? What and how many? Realistically, based on how good they are, they should finish this game in a gentleman's sweep. But I do think that either Tatum or Deuce Tatum or Big Deuce or something's going to happen where something's going to be off with one of them, and it's going to make the Hawks. Elevate kind of like the way they did when they upset the 76ers, but the Hawks won't beat the the Nets. Like the, I think the Hawks were down three two two years ago, and that's when the Ben Simmons you know miss, didn't take that shot that playoff series um, in Philadelphia, and the Hawks ended up going to the Eastern Conference Finals. So I think the Hawks can win uh, on the road in Boston if Trey Young has one of those nights, just one game, and then they'll win another game for Atlanta for Big Mike. For Big Boy, for Andre 3000, for Ti, for DJ Drama, for I already said Ti. Maybe Ti's crew, the Grand Hustle crew. Uh, <laughs> I could not have pulled that crew. <laughs> um, who else am I missing from Atlanta? Uh, Were the Grand Hustle crew part of the Captain of Planet? His the Planeteers. Yeah, yeah, Ludacris. Also, I got also Fast and Furious 10 cast. They'll win it for them, you know, sorry. Not just ludicrous, but the whole cast, okay. Right. Well, listen, let's let's talk about my squad, the Cavs. That's the only Eastern, uh, well, no, I mean, the, the Heat game, obviously, is starting, but we talked about that, their playing game. Uh, the other two series have had a game already. We'll talk, and that's uh, uh, Sixers in a second, but the only one that hasn't tipped off at all, yeah, Cavs mm-hmm. hosting the Knicks very shortly, so we'll have to wrap this up soon so we can watch that game one. But I would say, as a Cavs fan, I kind of wish, or I kind of would have preferred the three-seed where playing the Nets and Celtics mm. versus versus the Knicks, the, theoretically the Bucks. We actually matched up really pretty well against the Celtics this year, and I think won three or four games against them, whereas you know the Bucks are always tough. And the Knicks, I'm picking the Cavs to win the series, but we have not played them all too well this year. I think we did the opposite, only won one out of four against them in the regular season. So they 
it seemed to match us up pretty decently this year. I think part of that was, at least in the first loss, was Mitchell had a really bad game in the garden. He's, he was uh, too hyped up or something, I think, maybe. But hopefully that won't be the case in the garden in the playoffs here. But I don't know. I feel like we definitely have the better uh, squad on paper here. Yeah. But but some there is some noise about Nick's uh, upset, which will be, I guess, not a crazy upset 5-4, but... I mean, our, our esteemed colleagues at ESPN uh, use colleagues with a very heavy quote there only because, uh, you know, me and Stephen A. go back to an elevator ride where he told me, don't ask me about my coworkers or something. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, so uh, it was that goes into a, a, a behind the podcast VH1 special when, whenever that happens. So I'll talk about that. But for that. just quick update before we go and. I dive deep into, into and go in all in on these Knicks. There's a 13-point game, nine minutes to go, with the Hawks winning, uh, getting 83, and the Celtics getting 96 right now. I didn't say I wouldn't say like I called it, but I, I can see something something's going on. Something's afoot here, and maybe and it's not just the racism in the air in Boston. And there's definitely more stuff going on there. Yeah. And um, you know I always like to yes and you and proud style and continue, yeah. but I think you must be a little bit behind. I have eight ten left to go on the fourth, and the and the Celtics have opened back up a, a eighteen point. Oh boy! Oh boy! So oh boy. it looks like the swing that you thought like it took the punch went the other way. We'll see though. Eight minutes left. But yeah, what, what who are you picking in cash next? I week? do what notice that there's start? there's a gap on my 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 TV where the bar and the cursor is right in the middle, and then there's all this blue progress. Going <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So that would explain why uh, this whole podcast episode has been off. But other than that, uh, I think the Knicks. Moving on back to the Knicks, I think the Knicks have a shot to um, win more than one game, which is what they had against Trey Young two years ago. They had one game. I see them winning two games in this series. And I see them, I see Jalen Brunson putting up maybe two 40-point games and those wins. But he's going to recently win. This is a, not a controversial uh, cast for us right now. We're pretty much hand in hand. I was going to say Cavs in six also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that Hawks series from two years ago, what, was that what it was? Yeah. Randall had a really bad series, didn't really show up. Now he's been hurt for the back quarter of the season. He's expected to play today, I believe, but mm. can they really rely on him too much? I want to see it before I believe it. Yeah, certainly uh, Brunson is tough. That was a good pickup for them. They, uh, the Mavs said they wanted to resign him, even though they have it, but he wouldn't resign or something. I don't know if I believe that. Their tank, it doesn't matter. That was a good pickup. Mm-hmm. I think the storyline will still be interesting with yeah, Mitchell. And everything, but well, hometown hometown hero not being uh, not being traded for by the Knicks. They didn't want to give up yeah. the assets. Uh, I think if the Cavs have played defense like they've played most of the year and really buckle it down, especially at home where they've been much better than on the road this year, I think that'll be enough to shut to to close games out. I'm hoping. But, yeah, obviously the Knicks have figured something out against the Cavs in their regular season, which has me only slightly concerned, but I still think we're the better team, yeah. And I'm so, really excited to watch game one in about 25 minutes. Is Evan Mobley the defensive player of the year? I, I, he's not going to get chosen for it, I don't think, but yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, I'm biased, I guess, but I wouldn't say it would be a terrible pick. 
if he just, I guess the 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 main criticism against it would be that he has Jared Allen most yep. of the time and to cover to cover his that, cover. Yeah, be the main rim protector, and he mm-hmm. like does the floater job, which is no one's better at that. I don't think mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. in the NBA, just like he always. Pretty much 99% of the time knows where to be on the floor, which is pretty crazy for a second-year defender. So he's definitely like the the prodigy, but I don't know if I don't know if they'll give it to. Him. I mean, who? Well, who who do you think they will give it to? I guess who who else is? I think it's Brooke Lopez is going to get it just because okay. uh, they're the number one seed and established. Heck yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and uh, he was nominated last year, I think, or so is this year. Uh, and I think last year was Susan Lucci. Defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. Uh, <laughs> Your reference game is uh, it's on fire today. And, uh, yeah, it's not like uh, it's like a fire hose right now, spraying mm-hmm. all over the place. I don't know where you're gonna go next. I mean, uh, it, yesterday it was the hottest in uh, Bradley Airport in all of America, 96 degrees mm-hmm. and record temperature for 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 Connecticut and America apparently. So. For Maybe not America. Maybe I'm just making up that lesson. I, I say things for America because I love this country, you know. So I'm a I'm a patriot. I'm a, but you know what I'm against? I'm against people using the initials IQ to reference anything Knicks or basketball or anything like that. There's only one IQ ever. And it, yeah, you know, I'm as one of those IQs ever. So and that should be the only IQ that's ever been used. But now I see on Reddit, I see on Twitters, oh, IQ's having a game. I'm like, thank yeah. you. I am having a good game. <laughs> but I didn't score that Thanks many for points. Noticing, yeah, I didn't score that many points. So so I'm going to have to uh, – what do you want me to do to take care of this IQ? Because he's going to be an issue for for the Cavs. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I'll see a lot of IQ slander or IQ sucking right now, and I, I'll – no, it's not you, of course, and I hope it's quickly, yeah, because he's been pretty good for them this year, and I, I am a little bit concerned about him being an X-Factor. But, I mean, I don't think you should back down from the... You're the original IQ. You were long before him in town, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah. Tri-state area, so I don't really feel... Actually, where is he from? He went Kentucky. to Kentucky, right? But that's all I know, yeah. Yeah, but I think mo- these days, most uh, of their players aren't really from there, necessarily. He is from Maryland. So yeah, he's no mm-hmm. you're the original. I was quicker in being IQ than his his being a quickly. Okay. So so I think IQ will will have to settle down. This is too much whatever activity he's doing is causing me too much stress because I don't find out that people are talking about me, but then they're not actually talking about me. Then I have to message every single person on these threads to confirm that you're not talking about me. Right. Mm-hmm. I do think Randall will won't be enough with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen being able to switch on him and he can't go right. I, I, he still hasn't figured out how to go to right. I think, I think he takes all of his turns left, even if he actually has to go right on the road. So, and in, in Google, you know, tells him that this is the best way to go left. So he, he, he doesn't know anything different. If Mobley's neutralizing him, I don't think there's anything scoring wise, anyone score, anyone scoring wise, that can produce other than quickly. And if, if quickly is being shot down, down one letter in his name, maybe he's just I and not IQ or maybe just Q, you know, and the Cavs will have it in five, I think. Yep. Oh, it's six. Yeah. Sorry. I said six. Yeah. So the last matchup, let's get on to it, baby. These I mean, events. if I were to tell you, Drew, that 
last year at this time that the Cavs and Nets would not be playing teams. What do you think that would mean to you? Last year, because they were last year in the play-in tournament. But that they would, they would not, not be playing teams? At the start of the season, I expected them both to not be playing teams, you know, which yeah. they weren't. So technically they did. But what I thought, I guess, I yeah. didn't think – I thought you I was, think the I was way hopeful around? that the Cavs would be in the top six, which they were. And I definitely didn't think the Nets would be down there again. But Yeah. But then we did have the caveats to look in the season previews and stuff. Who knows with Kyrie? Who knows with all this thing? That's why I guess it's hard to say. Like, but what do you? I mean, are you saying you thought they would? I. I mean, yeah, we didn't know the Kyrie. We didn't know Donovan Mitchell would be a cat. We didn't know Kyrie and Kyrie. Oh yeah, like team, a right, right. Year ago. Yeah, 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 so, the yeah, whole year. Yeah. Right. I mean, based on also all the drama, I would think, and all the offseason things, I thought KD and one of them would have been gone in the offseason anyways, but it didn't happen until midseason. So I think these Nets are obviously they performed out anyone's expectif- expectations to do anything. I watched this one game a couple of weeks ago against the Kings. They're playing at Sacramento, and that beam was lit. Team. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, when they played the Kings, the Kings destroyed them in Sacramento. But when they came to came to Brooklyn for one of their last games on the East Coast, I saw a lot of similarities when Nick's Clack- Nick Claxton is playing very very high he was also he's the highest field goal percentage winner the year like he has that he had the highest percentage i think jared allen had it last year um or the year before that something like that and he was top three in blocks and he had like a usage rate of whatever whatever he is the catalyst i'm happy to see him playing joel Embiid. i i don't see anyone stopping joel Embiid. they did double him every single time they lost close score game by 22 today and I think that makes me excited as a optimistic Nets fan to feel that this team can build something with Claxton and, and Bridges. Bridges played out of his yeah. mind, too. And Cam Johnson actually played pretty well, too. It's just we don't know anything, like I said, when the trade happened. We won't know until the offseason what the Nets can have. You know, if, if Ben Simmons is even a storyline or if they can just make a trade with the assets they got from the the Kyrie not on a Maverick anymore. <laughs> you know, they just, in hindsight, getting two picks and Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie for Kyrie leaving for nothing, yeah. that that which is what he did to Boston, is fucking gold when you, when you look at it now. He's got, you know, Hero Ball told us where he's going. And uh, it does seem like the, the Nets have made better off this so far than some of their past things that have happened to them decade also with the big moves that go here and there so right as we'll of right see. now the nets have played more playoff games than kevin durant and kyrie irving this year let's just let's <laughs> yeah. put that there well we're not going to talk the western conference right now i think that might change halfway half of that'll change so how many but games yeah, you no, got them uh for the sixers to for you think sixers i'll say gentlemen sweep same with mm-hmm. the, the hawks celtics i think uh they can get Again, maybe it's just wishful thinking. I don't want to see the Sixers sweep. But it's hard for me to see that, you know, obviously hindsight, having watched most of the game today and seeing the final score, it does look like the, the Sixers just are too much, going to be too much for them with Harden and Embiid playing well yeah. like they both did today. Mostly if the effort slacks off on either end, it's always theoretical to happen. So the Nets could get one. I, I wouldn't really see more than one. Right. Well, so 
if you watch the game and you just saw exactly what they double team and beat every time, and then the Sixers had a franchise record of three points made, meaning that that was the defensive plan. They decided they're going to make everyone else shoot threes and beat them. And statistically, whatever whatever algorithm they ran or whatever data and analytics, they think that if they maybe they kept to that strategy. They can get yeah. one game. I think that's true. I think they can't. It'll be if they do the same thing in in Brooklyn. I think they can win one game with that strategy, thinking the Sixers yeah. won't make all those threes. I, I think that's realistic. I now, agree. It, if there's a way that Embiid either gets ejected or like during a game, or Harden does, or something happens like that, then the Nets can get another game. That would be their that would be their chance to make make it interesting. I don't see it. I don't see it being swept. I don't know if I see it. I want to say that I want to say maybe gentlemen sweep, but I do see the Nets doing it once at home and having a game two where they have a rally. Well, it's a twelve point game. Let's get over now, but I can see them at most winning two games. But yeah. beats the MVP. I mean, at yeah. least. And the Sixers are uh, under Doc Rivers. They are always good for a choke here and there, so that maybe that's what the Nets will get in. I, I agree with the double team is the right strategy defensively, but uh, flipping to that, when they're on offense, Embiid was just dominating today de- defensively. Yeah, yeah. No, he was he stuffing people left and right at the rim, so yeah. I don't know what they – I don't know what uh, they – what the Nets can do on, when they're on offense to counteract that, unless they're just going to start hitting tons of threes, which I don't think it's reasonable to happen more than once or twice. Yeah. But, I think it's crazy, though, like how intense, like how uh, these switches can happen, like defensive philosophies and everything. I think I think the Nets have a card, a whole bunch of cards, just like a lot of teams that they haven't played and approaching and how they're going to do this because – the Nets and Sixers don't really have a huge scouting report. They only played one game where these actual teams were playing. And the last one was Sunday where they played their scrubs. Everyone played their scrubs. So yeah. this is the second time they've played all year, these these same roster, same teams. So I think the Nets have something up their sleeve where they will make it very difficult for one of those players. And unless Tobias Harris comes up with a 30-pointer to subset whatever off-performance James Harden or uh, – or I mean, oh yeah, Maxi, whatever. Then I think they'll stun them somehow. They'll stop. They'll come up with some kind of blueprint with Nick Claxton stopping penetration or uh, them getting into Embiid's uh, chest more. Because once he does his fadeaway off his like dirt, that Dirk Nowitzki shot, it's you can't really you can't really t- touch it. it. Doesn't matter how tall you are, even if you're yeah. mobile, maybe mobile would be able to do it. But I don't know. No, I don't think even mobile. So. Not even minute ball. Yeah, so that's... I mean, we don't have any seven-game series happening then in our predictions here. Nope. So what uh, do we get? What do we, we think get? the best is? That the Knicks-Cavs can be the best series here in the East? I mean, that's what the NBA ball. is saying by putting it at the yeah. 6 o'clock game, right? They have the night game. Yeah. And then tomorrow, which team didn't play? Oh, yeah, the, the Heat and Bucks. Heat and Bucks is also a really good series just because of it, the... It has the potential to be. We'll right. See. But... Um, a, was the Knicks? Knicks had home court. They had four when they played the Hawks, right? And the Hawks were five. So this time the Knicks are in the playoffs. They're going to Cleveland, and Cleveland has home court. Okay, cool. Well, I'm excited to see how much Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell destroys another New York basketball team again, because with a dunk or a highlight or I don't know, maybe he'll start doing and one mixtape 
right there on live for no reason because <laughs> he's, he's he's a really good i think player. he's gonna pull it out of he's gonna pull the ball out of alan's fro and then slam it home that'd be an n1 style Ooh, ooh, that would be that would be dope i would like to see that maybe if if uh if uh garland does a little bit of a cross and he does like a pizza pie lob off of jared allen's head and then that comes into evan mobley's site to dunk it but then he just holds it up higher in the air and then donovan mitchell comes back down he comes down he throws it off the rim and then it yeah. goes back to chetty osman who trails it through and then it'll be complete yeah uh, oh wait, i forgot to ask you how are you dealing with your kevin love breakup i think we can end on this one i'm fine with it i was pretty surprised that the at least in the regular season for the past couple of weeks the heat were like starting love and everything who's mm. Pretty washed. I mean, he he played a little. He played okay yesterday when I in the, in the Bulls playing game. You know, he made a few shots, but um, I'm fine with it. I don't think we're gonna need him for this run. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we had the the version from last year, I, I would feel different. But he just he just doesn't seem to have it anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's gonna play out in the series against the Bucks. We'll see though. But I'm fine yeah. with it. Yeah, uh, we both lost Kevin's this year. So uh, power sure. to us. Yeah. If you guys want to donate to uh, us, just Venmo us on, on at Brooklyn Rebound on Twitter. Just message us privately. Or go to our charity. We we need to talk about Kevin.blogspot.com. <laughs> that org. Yeah. Uh, that org. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I yeah sign up that. for our email banner. We'll definitely get that out. And hey, uh, use code BKRB if you're going to do DraftKings when you're betting on the uh, NBA playoffs this time around or any other uh, anything else you're going to be betting on they always get some good deals going on ways to get some money back with the initial bets so yeah code bkrb yeah DraftKings sportsbook app you know where to get it it's also not just an app it's a website you can figure out how to that's use right. that on your samsung fridge and uh and make some bets there because that's that's a prime place yeah oh, do it do it yeah let's go let's let's meet up again soon to get, get to be late on our western conference playoff I mean, analysis. Ho- hopefully we'll get it by the NBA draft time. Maybe by the second round. Yeah, we'll, sure. we'll have less to talk about. The, less teams to talk about. All right. Well, good show by you, Padre. See you on the Western, Western Conference side. Peace. Wind, water, heart, go planet. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's a Boys Productions.